Hello everyone and welcome to this episode 14 of the Impulse Control Experiment. As always, I am Joel Harrison and I am extremely appreciative for you joining me this evening. Uh, Today, this is episode 14, so I guess this marks two weeks into the project, so that's pretty cool. Almost halfway done. Um which is both exciting and not that big of a deal at the same time. Uh, The deeper I get into the project and the better I get at controlling these impulses, the less I am, like, super looking forward to the end like I was in the first couple of days. Uh, I'm going to be pretty honest. I am still totally interested in kicking back with a nice uh, chocolate milk stout and especially here being in the St. Louis area where we have some amazing breweries. Uh, I'm really looking forward to just having, um, trying some of these cold weather stouts. It is really cold right now, and it is snowing. We're supposed to get about between 4 and 7 inches of snow tonight. So just a, uh, you know, just a really good night to curl up with a big, thick, heavy stout and just kind of enjoy a nice, quiet evening, but... Instead, I will curl up with my warm decaf Earl Grey tea, which is delicious, and I will have a conversation with you. So, I'm going to be honest, today was a fine day, but then once again in the evening, um, it started by just having kind of a little buildup of things right at the end of my workday that all kind of stressed me out. Um, you know, like trying to get to pick up my wife on time, my phone being dead. So I didn't have the ability to contact her or let her know that I was late. Uh, I got dog crap on my shoe, had to clean up that mess, which made me even later. Um, you know, and just trying to get over there, hitting every red light, which, you know, I should take as the universe giving me the opportunity to learn to be patient, but Sometimes, um, even when those are presented to you, it's tough to look at it that way, especially in that excited emotional state. And I will be perfectly honest, um, in a little bit of a tiff with the wife again, which is really starting to get old. Um, and I'm not going to lie, it's been getting old for long before the project started. So that sucks. Um, But that being said, I have started to choose to not engage her in what I consider are just irrational emotional states. And I understand that I get into irrational emotional states. I've been very clear with you guys uh, talking about those things. But the problem is her rational emotional states feed my irrational emotional states And so I'm trying to just go away in these times so that I don't get to, you know, big, scary, out of control, yelling Joel that um, is really one of the worst versions of myself. So I've spent most of the evening as is she alone tonight and the few sentences that we've said to each other haven't been very positive. And, um, you know, it just kind of makes me think that... As difficult as going through a process of change can be, 
going through a process of change with someone else in a relationship can be pretty tough as well. Um, can add a whole other degree to that. And I'd be honest if I'd say if I didn't say that um, that one of the big things that led me to do this experiment is that there is a weakness in my relationship that needs to be fixed. And two people trying to fix the same problem may view the solutions to be different, which is tough. Um, And again, I know, or it's not, but let's be honest, when you're doing everything you can on your own to live your best life and your partner is thinking that to live their best life, it's all on you. And, you know, I could just be saying this from my perspective because I'm the one with the mic. But, you know, sometimes you just have to let somebody work on themselves on their own. And there's this tough position that I am in as someone trying to be an agent of change and trying to show some people that life does get better and that gratuity and positivity um, are the way. And the person that sees every side of you, the person that sees both the best and the worst of you may feel like, sorry, I'm, um, I'm sitting on the floor of my closet so that my wife can watch a movie upstairs undisturbed. So I'm trying to find a comfortable position, but you know, the person that you're changing with may feel like on your own journey or when you need your own time that they are being ignored or forgot about. And there's a certain amount of that that is understandable, but there's also a certain amount of that that is just displaced anger or fear. Um, And it's also tough being an agent of change and, and, and being in a relationship and living with someone because that's not the person that you can, you're too close to that problem. So it's like if you're a therapist or in my case, a hypnotist, it doesn't work to do the therapy with your partner. You're just, you're just too close to the problem. And when you are the problem or some of the things that they need to release are your fault or involve you, then you can't be involved in that process. And I think that's one of the tough things that she sees is I keep encouraging her to find someone to talk to, but she wants to talk to me, but I'm too close to the issue and she's mad at me and she has issues to deal with with me. Now, I am not by any means trying to put any blame on her, but I am trying to say that sometimes when you're in a relationship, you just need to step back and let somebody else find their own answers. And that's going to feel like separation. That's going to feel like I'm not doing the thing for her. But to be perfectly honest, I can't do the thing for her because I'm too close to the issue. I am the source of a lot of her problems, I will admit. Um, 
up until now or throughout our relationship, I've done some negative things and she's done some negative things. And so for us to sit in the same room and try to talk out our issues with each other is just going to lead to more anger and less understanding. And I understand how that can feel isolating or alone. But then when I try to help other people, there's just some negative emotions there and it's really not going well. And I can see how that's my fault and I am in no way trying to frame this as it is her fault. Um, but this one is just, it's its tough to reframe this one. It's tough to find how this is the an opportunity for betterment when it just it just hurts and somebody just says things and you know to be honest I have been a proponent of saying things that I don't mean in an emotional state very often which is why um, I haven't spoken much this evening is because that's something that I am uh, am doing as of late is when those emotional things come about to just either immediately name them and say this upsets me or if she is in that combative mode where I can tell that my emotional state is going to raise to that point where I'm going to say things that I don't mean and I don't want to say, I just go away because I feel like that's the best course of action for the moment is to stop this in its tracks and just go away. So that's why I'm away. And I'm not really sure at the moment how to deal with this or where this is going to go, which kind of sucks. And I'm not really sure how to make it better at the moment. Uh, Sometimes we need to know exactly what it is that someone is upset at us about. And sometimes those are valid things and sometimes they aren't. And everything is going to feel different to different people. So when you feel like you're doing the right thing or you feel like you're working on one thing and they feel like you should be working on another thing, um, I just I just don't know the answer to that. And that's, it's I just don't know at this moment how to handle that. So that's why I'm just being quiet in a way and... Yeah, that's that. Now, that being said, um, you know, somewhere in there I brought up that sometimes you just have to let someone else heal on their own. Not everything can be done together. Sometimes you have your things and they have their things, and sometimes you just can't exactly work that together. Um so in in her emotional state, like I said, I'm just taking a step back and I'm letting her do her thing. And she's allowed to be mad um, for some of the things that she's mad about. She has a right to be mad about for some of the things that she has a right to be mad about um, could be pretty big things that that um, don't have a resolution in my court. So all that being said, um, one of the things to note is to, or the things to think about, or the thing to ask your question about. If you are in that position and you feel like you're working 
towards something with someone and it's either not going the way you want or you feel like they are the source of your issue, um, sometimes you need to look in the mirror and like ask yourself, how much love do you have for that person in the mirror? First of all, because as we've all heard a thousand times, uh, if you don't love yourself, how can you love someone else? Or how can you expect someone else to love you if you don't love yourself? And so I kind of want to think, I saw an awesome video that I'm going to do my best to find a link to and put in the show notes the other day. Um, I'm a big hockey fan, um, St. Louis Blues all the way, and a guy who got traded from the St. Louis Blues a few years ago, but is still one of my favorite NHL players is Ryan Reeves. And if you don't know who he is, that's totally fine. It really doesn't matter. But if I can find this video and put it up in the show notes, you'll see exactly what I mean. Because he put up a video and it ended up on the NHL page the other day and it was simply him giving himself a little bit of love uh I thought it was hilarious because he's sitting there and he has the uh he's got his selfie going on and he's telling himself how good he looks and then he just starts and so if you're not familiar with Ryan Reeves and his style of hockey uh he's what's known as an enforcer Um, so while he is fairly skilled with the puck, he's obviously in the NHL, so he's a good hockey player, but his main role is to go out there and lay down some hits and get some energy going and get the crowd into the game. And when it's time for somebody on the team to drop the gloves and get in a fight, uh, because one of his other major players was disrespected. Um, if you're not familiar with hockey and you think that it's kind of barbaric because they allow them to fight, um, I actually think there's there's kind of a a really um, stellar lesson in in the fighting in hockey because often what times it happens is you have you know your smaller guys that are are quick and and better at puck handling and they're gonna. Uh, shoot and pass and score the goals and then you have you know big guys on the other team who are trying to lay a good hit on them so either they can't compete their play or maybe you know you give them some bumps and bruises and they skate a little slower so the point of the enforcer is to protect those little guys and sometimes when you push it too far um, the enforcer decides that you disrespected us enough that it's time for you to get smacked in the mouth and while I am never a proponent of violence in the game of hockey um some time ago maybe 10 or 15 years ago they tried to take out the fighting out of the game and what you saw was a lot more violence you saw guys using their sticks to to slash each other and smack each other a lot more you saw a lot more serious injuries of guys taking cheap shots and things like that so allowing this form of protection in such a physical game is is really um a positive even though it looks on its face like violence if you don't understand the game. Um, but anyways, going back to Ryan Reeves in this video, he's just telling himself, he's just telling himself, first he's telling himself how, how good he looks, and then he's telling himself, oh, you are a bad man. You are a bad, bad man, and nobody can mess with you. And it's that self-love, that self-confidence that... Most of the time, none of us take the time to give ourselves. And 
When's the last time that you gave yourself a little love? When's the last time that not only did you not have the negative self-talk that we fall into so often, but when's the last time that you looked in the mirror, told yourself you were beautiful, told yourself that you love yourself, and actually believed it? And to be perfectly honest, in my own skin, um, you know, these days I'm starting to come to that point and that realization but that's an exercise that I don't think that I've done ever honestly now that I'm sitting here talking about it and so this as I talk about the idea of self-love is something that I am definitely weak on because up until now I have my own limiting beliefs my own negative thoughts um, and I'm just not always as confident in myself as a person, in my looks, in my ideas. Um, I do find that I search for validation a lot. So I have some, I have some groups of some people that are very important to me and I am often bouncing ideas off of them and looking for feedback because I'm not always confident in my own work and I'm not always a hundred percent sure what I'm doing is the right move. And sometimes I need that outside perspective to, to give me that praise, to tell me that what I'm doing is the right thing or tell me that I'm doing a good job. Um, it's honestly, um, here we are on day 14 and it's honestly one of those things that makes me a little uncomfortable about this podcast up until, Yesterday, actually, I had gotten zero feedback on the podcast. And um, a couple of days ago, we were driving to see some family. And we got on the subject of this podcast. And uh, my brother's fiance, who's a pretty cool chick, threw it up on the radio in the car, which immediately made me uncomfortable because to be perfectly honest, I don't listen to this podcast. It's not like I'm editing it. It's not like I'm doing anything like that. I told you, if you listen to episode zero, I told you that you were getting a very raw, very real podcast and that I would not be editing it simply because I do not have the time. And that's that's the truth. And so this was the first time that I sat in the backseat of a car and listened to my own podcast, which was something that honestly made me quite uncomfortable. Um, I do watch my shows sometimes to be to see how I'm performing and to look at if what I'm doing is good or positive and to check, you know, where I am and how the sa- how the stage is set up and how my audio sounds and if my skits are hitting as funny as I perceive them to be when they're on stage. Um, because when you're on stage, you're, you're, I'm in the action, you know, it's so... I am paying attention to the flow of the audience, um, but I'm also paying attention to my volunteers. I'm also paying attention to what skits are coming next and whether my music cues are being hit on time and how much time I have left in the show. And and there's just a lot to do. So uh, it's good to go back and watch that on film, but doing so is just something that is not my favorite thing to do. Um, I just don't, I love to talk, but I don't really like to go back and listen and watch myself that much. So, um, sitting in the car and listening to this podcast was an interesting experience for me. Um, but at that time it was, it was good for me because 
I was given some really good and positive feedback. And like most of us do, or like I do, I mean, I guess I don't know the thoughts in your head, but um, I was, she, she said a lot of positive things and I was really appreciative to them. But at the same time, sometimes you wonder if someone is just saying a nice thing because you're there in the car and they believe in what you're doing. And so, you know, I'm not always, I'm not always as confident in whether that's true praise or whether that's just someone being nice. And I think that many of us feel that way on a regular basis when we talk to people and when they say positive things to us. And if you would just knock off that negative self-talk and believe that people are generally good and they want to give you their true opinion, um, then you're going to feel much better about receiving those things and you're going to actually be allowed to let that soak in and feel good. So this all goes back to, you know, needing to be validated. And then when you need to be validated, are these people, um, giving you, are they just helping you out? Are they just trying to make you feel better or is that their true opinion? And so I have just as much or up until now I have had, uh, just as much of an issue with this do I love myself? And being, you know, being at times the worst version of myself and not always understanding why I act that way, not always being in control of my actions in that way. Um, sometimes I don't love myself. I don't love the way I act. I don't love who I am at all times. And so sometimes it's important to take that moment and go and be unconditional with yourself. Like if you have children, which I do not, um, but I do have some pets. And so I'm familiar with the idea of unconditional love. And sometimes my pets act up and I've had experiences where my pets have done tough things to accept and you know I know that as a son I've done some things that are tough to accept and I know that my mother still loves me unconditionally and that's beautiful and that's wonderful but the question is do I love myself unconditionally when I act that way do I truly love myself and I want to say yes, I would love to say yes, but at the same time, I think it is a lot more accurate to say that there are a lot of times when I don't love myself and I don't practice that self-love. And it's very important to do that because there's no one that should love you more than you. And when you don't love you, you have a harder time accepting love from other people. And so if you want to be truly happy and loved, then you need to love yourself. And sometimes it's our own limiting beliefs and our own lack of self-love 
that doesn't allow us to accept love from other people or things like compliments or things like favors or gifts and just understand that sometimes somebody wants to do something nice for you because they love you. But if you don't love yourself, then you're going to look for an ulterior motive. Why did this person do this thing for me? Do they want something? Do they just want to shut me up so they said something nice for me? Um, and sometimes when we don't love ourselves and we need that validation from other people and we beg for that validation from other people, it can be fairly off-putting. You know, it's kind of like fishing for compliments. So if you need a compliment to feel better, but, well, first of all, if you need a compliment to feel better, that's because you didn't compliment yourself enough or that you don't love yourself enough to um, believe your compliment. You know, if I look in the mirror and I think I look good, then I think I look good. But on those days that I think I don't look good, that's because I'm not in love with myself. And, you know, I think that if I fixed my hair, that I would like myself better. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I'm a big fan of my hair. I mean, just look at the cover art for the impulse control experiment. Like, my hair is on point. That picture there is probably the very best picture that has ever been taken of me in my entire life. And I love it and I use it a lot. And when I look at that, I'm like, damn, Joel, you're a good looking dude. But at the same time, um, when I'm at home and I'm looking in the mirror and I haven't done my hair yet, or uh, as currently, I haven't had a haircut in probably a month, month and a half, and, and it's getting a little scraggly and I need to go get that done. And so that simple uh, anesthetic view of myself takes away from my own self-love. And what that basically means is that my self-love is, is fragile and um, superficial. Now, not, that's not to say that I don't love myself. That's not to say that I think that I'm ugly. And that's not to say that I think that if I don't look good, that I don't deliver value to the world because I think that's the exact opposite. But at the same time, sometimes when I feel like I don't look my best, I feel like my ideas wouldn't be as well accepted. I feel like um, I'm not as attractive, not only visually, but just as a human being. And all those are just simply limiting, limiting beliefs. And so sometimes not loving yourself can be because you're you know, maybe ashamed of your actions. And sometimes it can be just because you need to comb your hair. But at the same time, if that's all it takes to give yourself a little love is to comb your hair, then take five minutes to comb your damn hair and feel good about it. You know, I might not always look in the mirror and tell myself that I love myself, but, and sometimes this, you know, this may sound conceited, but self-love is not conceited. Self-love is important. So a few, uh, a few weeks ago, a good friend of mine, someone that I work with was getting married. So, of course, you know, you're going to a wedding, you get all dressed up, you do your hair nice, you throw on a tie and jacket, and um, 
you know, as I've talked through this before, I've lost a lot of weight recently. So there was a moment after the wedding where I was at my brother's house and we were getting ready to go to the reception and I went to the bathroom and looked in the mirror and I came out of the bathroom and I seriously said, Hey, Hey guys, guys, this is important. Hey, Hey, has anybody seen how good I look today? (laughs) And, and to be absolutely honest, like you need that sometimes and you need to be able to do that sometimes. And, and yes, on its face, it sounds conceited, but it's not conceited, especially if you're just being a little silly about it. Now, if you're going to take that too far and you're always going to think that you're the best looking person in the room and you're going to think, you know, I think that conceit really has to do with actually thinking that you have more value as a human being than the person next to you simply because you look good or simply because you own something that is expensive or simply because you achieved something. Um, when really we all know that every single life has equal value and every single person has potential to deliver something amazing to the world at any time. And it doesn't matter who you are, race, creed, religion, political party, Please listen to that carefully. Political party, just because someone is of a different political party, that does not mean that they are a lesser person. It's because someone has different values or different ideas than you. That does not mean that they are of lesser value to the world. You may disagree on things, and you may, and even I'm guilty of that, of thinking that people of a different political party um, don't value life and see the world the way I do. Um, but that's just simply not true. Everybody has that value and you need to know how much value you have in yourself. And so it's very important to take that time for yourself. And, you know, we talked yesterday about mental exercise and maybe sometimes that mental exercise should just be taking five minutes to look in the mirror, tell yourself that you're beautiful tell yourself that you love yourself and really mean it, you know, wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a hug and know that you are the one that matters. And it matters if you love yourself. Yes, we all like to have friends. Yes, we all like to be validated and told that we're loved and told that we're pretty and told that, you know, we matter. But what really matters is if you love yourself and the more you love yourself the less validation you need for other people and the less validation you need from other people the less you are worried about what they think and let's be honest um, worrying about what other people think in our society holds people back more than probably any other factor you know that time you're like, well, I really like this song and it's making me move, but I'm not going to get out there on the dance floor and really get after it because somebody might laugh at me. Who cares if somebody laughs at you? I love myself. I love myself. I want to dance with myself. And so I go dance with myself. You know, I, that's just, that's just the way it is. You know, I, I don't know if I could get up on that stage and talk about this topic that I'm passionate about because someone might make fun of me. Well, if someone makes fun of you or someone laughs at you, who cares? Because you love yourself. And once you get to that point, you're going to realize that that was just a limiting belief and nobody's going to laugh at you. And if they do, it, it doesn't hurt, you know, just because somebody makes fun of you, you know, Words do matter, but if you don't 
value that negative opinion because you love yourself and your positive opinion is so much stronger, then you win. When and, and you know what? There's a lot of us that when we really dig into our passion, it is something nerdy or weird or different. And that's what makes us us. And that is why you need to love yourself. I still have limiting beliefs on telling people things like I'm practicing Reiki and I believe that human beings actually have the power to plug into the natural energy of the universe and access universal consciousness and learn from that and be able to send energy not only to someone you're touching, but to someone that you can't even see, to someone that you don't even know, and to be able to take knowledge and energy from the universe. And being a former outspoken atheist who thought all of those kind of ideas were total bullshit, um, I just, sometimes I have a limiting belief that I, that I can share that with people. But at the same time, those ideas have become so important to me. Those ideas have become part of who I am. And it's important for me to share those ideas. And because I love myself, if somebody were to say, that's absolutely ridiculous. Why do you believe that? There's no way that that's possible. Well, I would explain to them why I believe that. Which why I believe that may even be more ridiculous than, you know, to them and their belief structure. And if you can listen to that and say, well, that's not what I believe, but good for you, then awesome. You align with me and we can be friends. But if you want to laugh at me and tell me I'm ridiculous, then I don't need you because I love myself. And because if I sit alone in this room and talk into this microphone and nobody listens, that's fine because I love myself. And the true reason for this podcast is to keep myself accountable to what I have going on. So whether you listen or not, I'm still going to do the podcast and I'm still going to love myself. And I'm still going to think that what I'm doing is good and worth it. And of course, getting that validation, of course, someone reaching out to me and having a conversation with me about how to better their lives validates me and makes me feel like what I'm doing matters. You know, I won't say that that's not the truth, but I'm still going to do this even if I get all the way to the end of the month and I don't hear another thing. But I am seeing that that it does matter. I am seeing that it is important to people. I'm seeing that people are listening. People are slowly beginning to reach out to me and that means the world to me. And that doesn't happen if I'm not coming from a place of love and abundance. And you can't be in a place of love and abundance if you don't love yourself first. So if that makes you think, and if you never have looked in the mirror and told yourself that you love yourself, do that. And you're going to laugh the first time. And you're going to feel ridiculous the first time. But that's important. It's really important to tell yourself and to know that you love yourself. And to look into that mirror and to look back at that person 
and not just the person who you see in the mirror, but the person whose soul is being put forth, your own soul, you're putting it in front of yourself and you're telling you, I accept you for who you are and what you are. And I don't doubt you for one bit and I don't fear where we're going. And I think what we're doing is good and I love you. And you look back at that person and you tell them you love you. You say, I love you to yourself. And if you laugh, if you feel ridiculous, if you don't think it's true, you look back in that mirror and you say it again. I love you. And you do it until you believe it. Because on some level, you definitely believe it because you do all the things to take care of yourself, to keep yourself alive and moving. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't be here. You definitely wouldn't have listened to 14 episodes of this podcast about self-improvement and helping yourself grow. So you obviously love yourself. But if you haven't gone through that exercise, and if you think right now, do I really love myself? Am I in love with myself enough to exist with myself and be happy about that? Well, then it's time to do that. It's time to exercise that, and it's time to be in love with yourself and grow for yourself internally. And to become the best version of yourself because you love yourself and that's the best thing for you. So take some time over the, over right now or over the next few days to look in the mirror, tell yourself you love yourself, tell yourself that you're doing a good job, support yourself, give yourself some compliments and really mean it and really accept it. You know, because you know there's a difference between when you really accept a genuine compliment and it makes you feel good and it gives you that warmth in your heart and when somebody just tells you something and you're like, oh yeah, thanks. Or somebody tries to give you a compliment and you return with a limiting belief. Um, we, We all do that a lot. So don't return your own love with a limiting belief. Do that exercise. Look into that mirror. Tell yourself you love yourself and know it. And do it until you believe it. And remember, make every day better than yesterday. If you fail, that's okay. Because that means tomorrow is going to be easier. Live with gratitude. Celebrate your victories. And I'll see y'all tomorrow.